Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What up, everybody? Welcome back to the TCK Pod. I'm your host, Scott Guasco, with my man, Bobby LaMarco. Welcome back to the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, right here on the Fantasy Focus YouTube channel, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter as well. Also, of course, running live on the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, available anywhere you listen to podcasts on the Believe Networks. Bob and I have a special episode for you. We are continuing our midweek Tuesdays and Thursdays. We're trying to focus on a mini series, about 15, 20 minutes of a mini series, kind of compact in that analysis. Wednesdays are generally our longer 45 minute, hour long episodes. So make sure to tune in those. Some are available on YouTube, all available on YouTube. Some are available on podcasts. So make sure you follow us everywhere. Give us a subscribe and a rate and review and a comment if you have not yet already. Today, we are getting into free agent winners at the quarterback position this evening tune back in about 9 30 p.m eastern time we'll be back with our quarterback losers from free agency and then of course we'll be getting into the running backs later on in the week wide receivers and tight ends coming up as well before we get into that though i want to give a new read and a shout out to one of our main sponsors bet online We're finally here. The top teams in college basketball have been determined, and the Final Four is set. Looking to wager on the games for national championship? Head over to betonline.ag on your desktop or your mobile device and sign up today and receive 50% off your welcome bonus for your first deposit. Just use the promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline reminds your number one spot for all the updated odds and info along with the player props and new contests throughout the year. It's the best source for all of your sporting wager needs, including live betting and everyone's favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so join today. Learn why everyone is saying BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Sky. Hey, man, listen, little alive on air read. We haven't done that in a long time. Let's go. You know, dusting off the old, you know, it feels good, man. I like it, man. We're going to get into it today. We're here to just kind of recap, you know, last two weeks of free agency. Now we're kind of the dust settles. Some linemen, some wide receivers have been traded. Some quarterbacks are on the move. We're here to start breaking down this entire week. We're going to break down our winners and losers from NFL free agency. Now, this is not just players who moved. These quarterbacks might not have been changing teams. It's just to talk about guys who maybe got new receivers or lost receivers. Winners in general, guys who maybe got new coaching staffs all across the board. We're going to break it down for you today, our top five. And tune in late. We're actually going to break down an honorable mention for you to someone who I believe should have been in the top five, but Sky outruled me and said we're putting three of mine and only two of yours. So, Sky, let's get off to it, man. Number five, this one is kind of my favorite. I love the take here. It's Kirk Cousins. Give us your breakdown why Kirk Cousins is the top five free agent winner, QB winner so far this season. Yeah, this is interesting. Not a quarterback that moved, obviously, but gets retained from the Vikings. Big contract, so it was just smart for them. But look, Mike Zimmer moving on is massive. That alone, I think, helps Kirk Cousins tremendously. What they do is they bring in a new head coach. They bring in a new offensive coordinator, Wes Phillips, of course, the son of uh, and grandson of legendary Phillipses for a long time. Wade Phillips and Bum Phillips, of course, both Hall of Famers. Also, in a quarterback in college, the offensive coordinator, West Phillips worked under Sean McVay, so he's got a, that, a little bit of that pixie dust as well. 
there's a lot to be said for that type of quarterback, in my opinion, and that type of coach, Bob, because when you have somebody that played the actual position in college at a high level, as Sean McVay did, you have the tendencies, you know what this quarterback wants and how they can actually work with it. Kirk Cousins, already a top performer, you know, kind of league average since 2018, QB 13, 18, 11, 11 the last two seasons, but three seasons before that, 2015, QB 8, 2016, QB 5. 2017 QB six, right? So he has top 10 potential. He has a top 12 floor essentially weekly. And he has one of the best young receivers in the entire NFL in Justin Jefferson retains his goal line uh, wide receiver and just unbelievable. Adam Thielen still got it within two or three yards. And of course, Dalvin cook as well. So for me, Kirk cousins is going to be slept on again, late round quarterback. You can grab no problem. If you sleep on the position, he's got 12 top 12, Floor, top 10, top six upside. I like Kirk, like Kirk Cousins certainly as a QB2. I'm okay with him as a late QB1 as well. So for Kirk Cousins, in the three seasons, I looked at his Washington numbers versus the four seasons in Minnesota. He averaged roughly 30 more attempts per season in Washington, 300 more yards, but he did see about four uh, four touchdowns less. So he's going to keep the same weapons. He's going to have the Justin Jeffers. you got to like that, but it's that pass volume that we like to see. So now there's a little more upside for Kirk, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen and company. So I do love the take here. Let's jump down to number four. Mine's less about a player that you love. And then listen, Sky, talk about your boy. And I know you're super stoked for some Tua talk today. But Tua Tagovailoa, God bless you how you say his last name. Outside of the Teddy B signing, which I know understandably puts some pressure on him. If you break down this entire offseason for Tua, I mean, talk about investing in him to ascend from Mike McDaniel. You start at the top. Now, I understand Jimmy G was kind of a boring quarterback when it came to fantasy. But whether you like it or not, this guy was a top 20 quarterback. He actually finished QB 17, tied with Jameis Winston on a points-per-game basis last year. So just outside top 15. That's a lot better than Tua, who was QB 27 in points per game last year. So there is going to be growth in a Mike McDaniel scheme. Number one, play action, dominant run game. And we're starting to see it from, from the running back position to offensive line to receiver. We all know about Tyree Kill. But you got to remember, they already have Jalen Waddle, who's a ridiculous yards after the catch guy. You have Tyree Kill, which already they're talking about they're going to use in some type of Debo Samuel role, maybe in the backfield, maybe some nice little pitch passes and let him go get some yards after the catch. I love that. They have Mike Jaziki, who could play somewhat of a pass catching role that George Kittle, of course, is at the same blocker. We have Mike Jaziki on top of, let's say, let's say they keep Parker. They have Cedric Wilson now as depth pieces. And they have, so they have all these players on top of the running game. You have Chase Edmonds, who's a very good passing game back, which is where he got his bread from early on in Arizona, and Raheem Mostert. So he's got two nice, solid running backs, especially Chase Edmonds in the passing game as well, and then the offensive line. The Miami Dolphins, PFF's number 32 offensive line after the season. That's not good. They go out and get Teron Armstead and Connor Williams, who, by the way, might be two of the top five to six offensive linemen in free agency this year. And now that left side of the line is rock solid to go with Hunt and on the right side. So they do have three really good pieces on that offensive line now. So really it's from offensive line to skill position players to coaching scheme. You got to love what the Miami Dolphins did for Tua. So that's why he's number four on our list. I have spent too much time here kind of ragging on Tua. And and look, I, I, I like the kid. This is just kind of a – it's a constant kind of nudge to the Dolphins because they should have taken my boy Justin Herbert, and I'm glad that they didn't because I'm a Chargers fan and that worked out. But 
Tua, unfortunately, just hasn't had the weapons, haven't had the offensive line, obviously. So we'll see what happens. I will say, Bob, it's hard to argue with your your commentary. I mean, great weapons, better offensive line, nice coaching staff, defense as well. Tua could surprise. I've got him at QB 19 right now. I've been moving him up and down. But let's have a little fun here. Let's, let's have a little fun here and talk about my favorite Hawaiian quarterback. That's my boy, Marcus Mariota. Now, formerly of the Oregon Ducks, as you know, hasn't played – Full snaps in the NFL as a starter since 2019. He got injured, only played seven games that year. But he had seven touchdowns, two interceptions, 1,200 yards in seven games. All right. Last year, played 10 games-ish, kind of back and forth. And then the year before that, just a, a game for Derek Carr. But gets a fresh start in Atlanta. Reignites with Arthur Smith, who's not, you know, an incredibly exciting offensive mind. Tight end coordinator when he was with Tennessee. Marcus, and then he brings him back in. He should be the starter on a two-year deal right away. Let's focus, though, on when Marcus was fun for fantasy football. Now, dial back to college. I know it was like seven years ago in his heyday. Heisman Trophy winner, electric quarterback, dual-threat quarterback, incredible runner, great arm, great decision-maker. Got benched for Ryan Tannehill. We know the rest of the history. But in 2016, his second year in the league, he was QB 12 on the season. He was QB 18 the year after that, and then he got hurt and things kind of spiraled out of control. So Marcus has QB1 upside. Now, people are immediately going to say, well, he doesn't have the weapons. 100% true. <laughs> he doesn't, unfortunately. He's got Kyle Pitts, who's amazing. He's got Cordero Patterson, who should be fun. I can't imagine, though, they're not going to spend as much as they can in the draft to bring in other weapons for Marcus. He's on a two-year deal, a prove-it deal. He knows Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith knows him, went out and got him in free agency when there was other options like Jimmy, like Baker, like Jameis. They went out and got Marcus. So I do like it. This is really just a hope call for me, but it's a great fit for Marcus because he's got the whole, you know, whole gamut and he can make plays. And also this is a talent-filled offense. They just need to retain the ball, move the ball, and he can't have uh, offensive blunders. But in 2016 and 17, he was playing really well. If we get back to that, He's a high-end QB2 with rushing upside. We know that that is kind of the cheat code for fantasy football. So if we can get that for Marcus, I mean, 350 yards, 312 yards, 357 yards just on the ground. If we can get 300-plus yards, 400 yards for Marcus on the ground with 3,500 passing and all those weapons, he could really surprise. Nobody's going to draft him. He's a great QB3 in, in super flex leagues, great QB2, and he's a great late-round quarterback who could really surprise this year. Yeah, Mariota, it's going to be tough. I, I'm not even looking at Mariota's individual until they actually get some re weapons around it. But let's yeah, talk Kyle hard. Pitts. From 2015 to 17, Delaney Walker was a top six tight end every single year. Delaney Walker. So let, give me some Kyle Pitts. I'm excited anyway. Before we get to number two and break down our, our top two picks, it's going to take a quick commercial break. For one of our sponsors, Cara Factor, we'll be back right after this. Hey, TCK Potters and Fantasy Focus community. Are you looking for options for hair loss? There are many options out there for treating it. However, most products treat the cause, such as DHT, and don't do much to support the growth of new and stronger hair. It's like removing harmful weeds from your lawn, but not doing much to fertilize the grass. That's why the Fantasy Focus and TCK team has partnered with CaraFactor. CaraFactor saw this problem and focused their research on finding just the right combination of biosynthetic growth factors and an innovative delivery system to promote fuller, stronger looking hair. 
So whether you're a listener who suffers from various forms of alopecia or even stress-related hair loss, the Care Factor treatment is the perfect scalp-friendly solution that can help and influence stronger and healthy hair throughout all stages of the hair life cycle. And now, exclusively for TCK listeners, use the promo code TCK at checkout to get 15% off all products at shop.mycarefactor.com. That's shop.mykerefactor.com. Carefactor, skincare for hair. All right, let's talk about the final top two players. And the first one at number two that we're going to break down is Derek Carr. Now, I feel like I'm a Derek Carr truther at this point. I've been high on Derek Carr uh, for for a while now, and I think they didn't have the weapons for him, right? Last year, Derek Carr, listen, Darren Waller was not Darren Waller last year. He was banged up all season. He missed five games, essentially six, but he was playing hurt basically the whole second half of the year. He's throwing to the likes of Zay Jones, who, by the way, just got paid because of Derek Carr. And Hunter Renfro was his foundation. So now you give him Devontae Adams. I think it's – and listen, we're a system continuity guy. We're super stoked. I think that Derek Carr is not going to be a top six quarterback next year. But I think it, the following year we could see some fireworks. Now let's just talk about Josh McDaniels. The three years away from New England, when he was uh, the Rams and the Broncos, he was in the top half of the league in pass attempts every single season. So when he's unleashed himself away from Bill Belichick, the wheels have been up. Plus, when he came back to New England after his time away, New England became a lot more pass-heavy than they were in the early years of Brady. So I do have some hope that he could produce a very big season for him. Now, the other thing with Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams, you have three guys that legitimately command 100-plus targets in this offense now. This is something the Raiders haven't had ever, like seriously ever. And that's something Derek Carr will have next year. In the seasons, when you think about Josh McDaniels when he had these level of weapons, like 2011, 2007, 2014, we're talking over 4,000 yards, 30 touchdown seasons from Tom Brady. That's when he had Randy Moss, Wes Welker. Then you throw in a year with uh, – one of the years I, I saw with three was Brandon LaFell, uh, Wes Welker, and Rob Gretkowski. It's like, yeah, you know, Brandon LaFell doesn't even touch one of those three guys. So my point is when they have the three-plus weapons that demand this level of targets, there's huge ceilings for him. Finally, when you get a healthy Darren Waller. I mean, Waller, he only played 10 full games last year in a 17-game season, and he was banged up most of the season. Then you throw in Devontae Adams. Are you kidding me? I think if you don't put Derek Carr in this list, then we're not doing any. Then what are we doing? I mean, it's just a fantastic. So that's my spiel on Derek Carr. That's why he's number two on our top five this week. It's a great call, man. Again, bringing in a top top weapon. I mean, arguably the best overall wide receiver in the NFL, but it always comes down to the question. I think Devontae Adams is amazing. Everyone that's watched the show knows that I have his jersey behind me most of the time. He's my first round pick every single time if I don't pick one of the top three running backs. But how much of Devontae Adams was Aaron Rodgers. That's the simple question, right? So Derek Carr and Devontae Adams lit it up at Fresno. There was a video that NFL, the NFL Instagram page dropped the other day. It was it was awesome watching. Seven touchdown passes for Derek Carr against New Mexico, right, on senior day back at Fresno State. Four of those went to Devontae Adams. And we're not talking quick slants, Bob. These were 50-yard bombs, which we never really saw Devontae Adams do in Green Bay because they had other guys to do those deep bombs. If Derek Carr and Devontae Adams get the deep threat going on, we know Derek Carr is very accurate down the field. My only concern, 
My only concern, 4,800 passing yards last year, Bob. Incredible. Easily the most he's ever had by 700 yards. He's thrown for 30 touchdowns one single time back in 2015 with Crabtree and your boy Amari Cooper. So we have to see that uptick. But QB 12 with 23 touchdowns last year, none rushing. So I like Derek Carr as well. All right, man. We've buried the lead long enough. Let's talk about the honorable mention here. And this one I'm I'm like, I'm I'm low-key kind of excited on. Because this is a better version of Ben Roethlisberger and a, and, a, and a 20-year younger version of Ben Roethlisberger. Let's go with Mitch Trubisky. So, obviously, I'm going to you know kind of avoid the, the tongue-in-cheek jokes of Mitch and Patrick Mahomes and Watson. We, we get all that. He's getting a fresh start here in Pittsburgh, and that's awesome. He didn't even play last year in Buffalo. Doesn't matter. Played under one of the best offensive minds in your boy Brian Dable, who's now with your Giants, and sat behind Josh Allen, who was very similar – to Mitch Trubisky when he came out, right? Pretty raw talent, high draft pick, made a lot of mistakes his first year. Looked like shit, to be honest. He was terrible. Un- inaccurate, but of the, all the jokes, yada, yada. Well, guess what? He had the right offensive coordinator, the right opportunity, right head coach, team rallied around him, good weapons, bringing Stephon Diggs. Boom. Josh Allen is pretty much the number one quarterback across all formats now that Mahomes loses Patrick, um, Mahomes loses Tyreek Hill. I don't think Mitch Trubisky's that guy, but he's going to be much better than... Ben Roethlisberger. In 2018, Mitch Trubisky's best fantasy season, he ended up QB 15 on the season. And again, like Marcus Mariota, and I keep mentioning this for mobile quarterbacks because it matters, 250 yards rushing, 420 yards rushing, 200 the next two yards just on the ground, but his touchdowns are very low because the Bears didn't have a great offense. I think the Steelers, with Big Ben last year, had a good offense, could move the ball, could score. Najee Harris, I think, is prolific at running back. Your boy Deontay Johnson's going to be just fine, in my opinion. Chase Claypool, as long as he keeps his mouth shut with Mike Tomlin, he should be fine. Also, Juju is gone now, but they're going to have more work over the middle with Pat Fryermuth. This offense is fine, and I think Mitch Trubisky is a huge step up from what Big Ben has been for the last two years. Ben's obviously a borderline Hall of Famer, but I think that this is an upgrade overall. It might take a few weeks. But this is one of those, like, remember when Daniel Jones accidentally was, like, QB6 for half the season before he got hurt? Mitch Trubisky could kind of have one of those where he rushes for, like, six touchdowns over the first six games, throws for 10 or 12 of them in a good offense with a good defense with higher scoring opportunity. And I really think this could be another sneak attack pick here, and everyone's written off Mitch Trubisky. So, again, great QB3. In Superflex Leagues, great backup quarterback here. And if you wait all the way to the final round for quarterbacks, I think you could do worse streaming guys like Marcus Mariota, like Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, when thinking about Mitch, I think about the skill position players. I mean, he essentially had Allen Robinson in his three years. The only other receiver to have over 100 targets was Tariq Cohen. Yeah, oh. Tariq Cohen, who's not even a thing anymore. Uh, Taylor Gabriel, nice number two. Darnell, uh, Dar- Darnell Mooney was his rookie season. And he was okay, but I mean, a rookie wide receiver that was picked on day three is not usually someone that comes in and dominates right away. So I think this is huge. Then you have, then you have, now he's got Johnson, Claypool, and Firemuth and Harris. You know, those four guys are pretty, pretty much better than anything he's ever had outside of Allen Robinson. So I do like this overall. Before we tell us, tell you guys about our honorable mention, a guy that me and Sky were super high on last year. Let's take another break for Athletic Greens, one of our sponsors, and we'll close out the show with our honorable mention QB for winners. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 
high quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle friendly and fits in a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial flavoring. Claim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of water every day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D with five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food or Drug Administration. These products are not intended to be diagnosed, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. Before we close out the show, we want to give our little uh, teaser for our honorable mention. The guy we believe is just out to top, top five, and I don't think it's a lot of people are thinking about. It's Ryan Tannehill. And when it comes to Tannehill, it's all about Robert Woods and Austin Hooper. I think those two guys coming in behind A.J. Brown is going to be huge for Ryan Tannehill. Last year was an absolute disaster, but it's not all Tannehill's fault. Obviously, the change in play caller might have impacted them a little bit, but Todd Downing coming into his second year as a play caller, but he's also been in the system for a few years is key. But now you throw in Robert Woods and Austin Hooper, and I don't want to throw shade at Julio, but Julio only played five games over 50% of snaps in 2021. That is not going to get it done. On top of that, he only he lost uh, five games without A.J. Brown, essentially four missed games, one left early. He had a half a season where he lost Derrick Henry. His tight ends averaged six yards per attempt. I mean, per target. My apologies. Six yards per target his tight ends combined for. That's out. That's like pick. That's like 130th in the NFL last year. So he had no weapons at the tight end position to count on when he lost Janu. The number two receiver could not stay on the field, and he lost his key cog at the running back position. So I think Austin Hooper helps, right? He comes in, career average 7.4 yards per target. That's much better than what he got last year. And then Robert Woods, a lot of reports him being healthy this offseason. I think that this him as a number two to play along with A.J. Brown is fantastic. So don't sleep on Tannehill, especially because he offers tricky rushing upside as well. But what's your thoughts on Tannehill before we close out, Scott? I like this one, man. This is sneaky. And, and really, Robert Woods is somebody that like I have a tough time ranking because he's coming off the injury, new team, camaraderie, consistency, continuity, all the things that we preach. But at the same time, man, this could really work out. I, Julio Jones is a Hall of Famer, right? He, he's one of the best ever. But not a great compliment, as we thought, with A.J. Brown. They do the same things. Robert Woods over the middle there I think is going to be fantastic and a quick outlet for a quick trigger offense. Ryan Tannehill with the, kind of the mess of last season, Bob, still quarterback 13, quarterback seven just a year ago. So we boost those numbers up. He gets over 4,000 yards, give him probably 25 touchdowns, right? He's probably, he's definitely in that uh, top 12. And again, I think another quarterback people are sleeping on after a great season two years ago, another light round QB that you might be able to capitalize on with big time upside. All right, everybody, that's all of us. All we got here for the top five. QB winners from NFL free agency tune back this evening at about nine, nine 30 PM Eastern time. We'll be right back here drilling down our top five QB losers from free agency. Some players were not as stoked on because of players that moved in or out or the situation around them, or maybe they moved themselves. So make sure to tune back here right to the fantasy focus 
YouTube channel, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter as well. Follow us and give us a subscribe on the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast. This episode and all episodes are brought to you by Bet Online AG and the Believe Networks. For my man, Bobby Lamarco, I'm your host, Sky Guasco. We'll see you tonight. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.